What's up, party people? Welcome back to the Ryan Sullivan Show podcast, episode 71. Crispy morning here in Montreal at 10.36 a.m. February 18th, 2023. Uh, that's right, folks. Nice day. We're going to have a day today. Content Saturdays, man. Content Saturdays. And we get things rolling with a crispy new podcast to set the tone. Then I'm meeting a bro from TikTok to go on a date. And then I'm going to WWE tonight for the first time ever. All big things. All big things starting on a Saturday morning. I think that uh, I think that's what's going to be going down today. In fact, I know that's what's going to be down unless people bail. Unless people bail and they might. But I'm all I'm all scheduled up for the day, and I'm hyped, dude. Yeah, there's a bro. Um, there's a bro from TikTok that um, was like, "Yo, do you want to hang out?" And well, he doesn't sound like that. Um, wait a sec. Oh yeah, I got a birth certificate. That's fire. I'm a real boy. Uh, getting distracted already. I'm excited um dude content saturdays is smashing we've already been up a couple hours we've already been gaming we already got a w on a new pair of jordans and um mother friggin uh yeah my tiktok bro date should be cute one of the uh fellow up and coming or not even whatever like fellow creator I don't know. When do you move from just being like a person to being a creator? I don't know. Um, is it a certain following count? I don't know. But uh, uh, yeah, I'm meeting up with a TikTok bro for the first time. And we're going to go break bread. And more specifically, we're going to go break Portuguese chicken. Because he was like, yo, um, lunch Saturday. And I was like, yeah fucking yeah dude content saturdays what's up where whatever you live he was like blah 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 and i was like okay dope let me i got this and he was like yeah you do you got it let me know and then uh, later that on thursday afternoon i was like oh my god um duh the sullivan's food tour list 2022 has not been updated yet for 2023 um but a lot of there's a lot of strong uh, there's a lot of uh, whatever um, rollover let's call it that rollover you hear this that's the sound of an Alberta birth certificate that I've never had bro sounds rich doesn't it it's really pretty looking I've only ever had a photocopy version of my birth certificate. And I think actually that was the topic of my last, well, one of the topics of my last uh, podcast episode 70 was me telling the story about going to get the paperwork done, going to a notary, paying $80 for someone to pull a lever on a stamp. I still have to pay for that. Um, but yeah, it looks like it's like money texture, you know, like waterproof paper. Feels real cool. Looks real cool. Um, but yeah, my whole life I never had a birth certificate till now. I, I had a the only copy I'm ever aware of is the one that I 
uh, is a photocopy version of the original. I never remember ever holding my a real birth certificate in my hand. So uh, I sent a photo to my mom and I was like, well, it's true. I was born from your Jaina. And she was like, Ryan. And I was like, sorry, mom, love you. And I'm about to be an uncle. My younger sister's prag dog millionaire. And I'm going to be Funkle Ryan. Probably going home in June for that. Um, now, so yeah, content Saturday, TikTok bro date on a Saturday afternoon. You'd absolutely love to hear it, folks. Um, going to meet um, my dude. So stay up on the socials at Sullivan Ryan on TikTok and IG. And, uh, you know, I'm going to be making content. That's the whole goddamn point, bro. That's the whole goddamn point. And make a friend. God forbid we make a friend. Because um, I don't do a lot of friends um, stuff. I, I was hanging out. I don't know. Um, so anyway, he never he's never been to Ramados for Portuguese chick. And I was like, okay, well, <laughs> okay, well, let me just pull up my Sullivan's Food Tour 2022 list, which is probably just going to get edited to say 2023. Um, but I like playing tour guide. Playing tour guide is fun. I don't want friends, but I'll happily be a tour guide. Does that make sense? Because it's entertain. Because you get to entertain, right? You get to entertain. Don't ask me about being actual friends, but I'll definitely be a tour guide for you. PayPal ready. Uh, no, but it should be fun and just do a little mile end, little cruise. Or not mile end, but like more plateau, I guess. Maybe I'll take... Dude, what the hell happened to St. Denis? There used to be... There used to be no vintage stores in Montreal. And then for a long time, there was just Stop Shop. And I mean vintage curated stores. I don't mean the frippery, <laughs> which is the actual thrift, um, like Salvation Army or here Goodwill. In Montreal, Goodwill is called Renaissance, which is very fancy. It's a very fancy name. Very fancy. Um, and in fact, there's more Renaissances than there are um, Sally Ann's. And so, uh, but that's the actual, you know, like $4 jackets, you know, just like racks and racks and you do your digging and um, they're steel. Like that's where you go and try and, and, you know, spend a few hours and find some, some steals. But then there's vintage stores. There's a big difference between a thrift and a vintage store. Um, Cause vintage stores, you pay for the curation, like you pay for their selection and like the, the little boutique experience and the friendly staff and you can go in there and talk about shit and whatever. It's a, it's a vibe. I know. Yeah. Um, but for a long time, there was only stop, like in terms of vintage stores in Montreal, there was only stop shop boutique on St. Lowe and uh, LNF shop lost and found LNF on park. And both of those are still goaded and still exist. But those were like for a long time, the only two, and and then along came Polly, dude. Um, make it rain. A piece of cinema history that lives in my head rent-free is Philip Seymour Hoffman in 
uh, along came Polly shooting basketballs, screaming, make it rain. And it's like a 12 second little slice of the movie. And I think about it all the time. And I think about it all the time. Rest in peace. I don't miss a lot of dead celebs. I miss Philip Seymour Hoffman. If you were like, yo, who like magic bottle? Who do you, who are you bringing back? I think like Philip Seymour, Robin Williams. Number one and number two in that order, actually. Um, so, but now, dude, St. Denis. So I was chilling, whatever. I, one day I got a message from Marché Flow, which is, if you're a Montrealer, the old urban outfitters on St. Denis. So like a big place, like a big uh, square footage, like whatever. Um, it's called Marché Flow. They reached out and they're like, yo, we'd love if you did a video. And I was like, yeah, no problem. I'm actually like, I'm going to come by after work today. And he's like, actually, can you come by on the weekend when it's busy? And I was like, yeah, sure. And then I didn't. And then I went right away. Because <laughs> I like to do things how I want to do them. And uh, and uh, so, yeah, I went that evening. In fact, like probably in less than an hour. This was on like a Tuesday at 4 o'clock p.m. I got this message from them. Yeah, come by on the weekend and like actually not this weekend but like maybe next weekend or the weekend after and like i'll introduce you to everybody and like we can like feature all the different vendors and we can, we can give you some store credit and we can and we can and we can and we can and i was like yeah that's great and then i was like mm, don't want to do any of that want to do it my way i did it my and so i immediately left and went exactly when i was not supposed to <laughs> Um, but, uh, no, it's not that I, of course I was allowed to go whenever I want, but, uh, I didn't want to do all that. I didn't want to meet all the vendors. I didn't want this. Also, I don't, I didn't want to, anyway, I do, I do what I want, do what I want. Um, don't ask me to do something and then give me rules. Uh, <laughs> so I went and made a video and it's a dope video. Uh, did like 10 K or some shit like that on the old TT. Anyway, very cool place. I don't know why I'm talking about this. Oh, yeah, because on, on, is it Avenue Rue or Boulevard? Boolean? Um, Rue St. Denis. Got it. And uh, it's like one of the main strips, you know? Um, oh, fuck. I want fast food so bad, bro. I just said strips, and then I was like, ooh, chicken strips, and then I was like, oh, McDonald's. <laughs> Dude, I've been really trying with the food and with the trying to eat like a grown-up um, and getting tennis ready for spring. Oh, I don't want to talk about that very much, but doing good. Haven't had a burger in like over a month. Haven't had pizza. No, that's not sure. I had pizza at work the other day and proved to myself that I just can't because uh, I was like, it was like a work thing. They're like, Hey, we're it's a going away or some shit. I don't know. Someone made a first sale or something. Pizza day. I was like, Hey, only having two pieces, only having two. even since the night before starting the night before I was like, only having two, only having two, only having two, eight, five, eight, five addict. <laughs> 
But yo, uh, doing good on that. Anyway, Rue Saint Denis now is littered with vintage stores. It's awesome, and it's not gonna last. So Montreal's in a very fun time right now for like little, you know, buy sell trade shops. Um, and dude, you just go to Saint Denis, start at Sherbrooke, and walk up to, like, walk all the way up to Laurier. Walk all the way up to Laurier, and you will walk past like five or six vintage stores. Ready for it? Oh, not a fun burp. Excuse me, Mom. Uh, it wouldn't be a podcast if I didn't burp on it. And so, oh my God, you hear that? I want to catch a tummic, a tummic, a tummic grumble. Atomic rumbling of the stomach on the podcast. So listen, uh, yeah, I'm going to go to Ramados with Bro Bro. Stay up on the socials to follow that shit. You know it's going to be fun. I don't think Ramados has ever been on Sullivan's Food Review, but it's one of the goatiest Montreal spots to grab um, some chicken. And for a long time, it was closed. In fact, they announced in the Pandeezy that they weren't making it, that, that it was over. Um, and I think they did actually close for a while. And maybe maybe that, like, I doubt that it was a publicity stunt. Like, why? <laughs> why bother? Uh, it just seems weird. Um, but maybe they just, like, maybe they just straight up were like, mm, we're going to sit this pandemic thing out, and then we'll come back. Let's just lay everybody off. We own the building already. Fuck it. And because, yeah, they announced like it was in the papers and shit like Ramados after 47 years closes its doors. And then the pandemic ended and they were like, surprise, bitch. Um, so shouts out to them. That's a pretty smart way to do it. Um, or maybe it changed. Maybe they sold the, the there's just the one location. Um. What kind of music? Dude, unmute it, you freaking idiot. Um, so, sorry, I was just reading a Bumble message. So I went speed dating. So I went speed dating on Valentine's Day. Let me tell you, I haven't been that nervous walking up to something in a long time, bro. <laughs> so... There's this cafe here in St. Henry called September Surf Cafe. And I saw, like, I don't know, three weeks ago or something, I saw a flyer on IG being like, Valentine's Day speed dating. Like, and it was this nice flyer. And I don't know, I just saw it. And I was like, that seems fun. Because um, low-key kind of, I don't know, online dating is a nightmare for me anyway. Um, you almost never meet a person. And you go through this, like, pretty standard, like three days of chit chat, and then it just falls off. Um, and then often if you do meet up, they like, there's either no chemistry or they don't look how they're supposed to look because they were using pictures from their profile when they were fucking 19. Um, and and uh, it's just a hassle. And also, I don't really care. Like, I'm very stoked being on my own. And like the vast majority of the time, I'm like, 
very happy being single because uh, I just get to just do me. I love doing me. Anyway, I saw this flyer and I was like, that looks fun. And the caption was just like, send your nap, send your, tell us more about yourself at email. And so I just like made a little self pitch, like a paragraph and was like, yeah. And like, here's my socials. Um, just like, yeah. Hey, Hey guys. <laughs> and, uh, I got so hurt because I, that same day or the next day I got back this, like, thanks for applying email. Now in hindsight, of course, like there was going to have to be some sort of filtration. They probably wanted to see what kind of response this thing was going to get. Um, maybe they had just posted the flyer and like where they were funneling applications. Anyway, um, I get back this like real generic, like unfor not unfortunately, but like, thank you so much for your application. Um, we really want, yeah, just like the, the, the wording wasn't very, uh, great and which is very common for Quebec because like, like the language thing sometimes like anyway um it just very much seemed like a rejection letter and I was hurt and I was like wow I got rejected for a paid paid Valentine's Day like speed dating because it was 40 bucks I was like wow can't even pay for a date sick um but then I ended up getting in and I was like oh See, I was my own worst, whatever, um, reacted too soon, but you know how it is. Like when you make yourself a little vulnerable and you, um, don't get the response that you're looking for, um, it hurts. You know, you said we all do this. Like we all set expectations in life and most often, in fact, we f fall short. Like what we think is it's going to happen. Like most often it never goes exactly as planned. And so, you set yourself up for disappointment. Um, but this is kind of an area in life where there's a lot of uh, whatever. So, um, but it doesn't end there. The disappointment doesn't end there because I went there and had a really, really fun time. And then nobody liked me <laughs> afterwards. And I'm not going to dwell on that because whatever. And like, yeah, it's their loss, you know. Uh, but yeah, nobody, nobody picked me. And that's fine because um, I, once again, uh, when I got that email afterwards of like, unfortunately, nobody selected you. And I was like, oh, wow, that's fucking awesome. Um, but then I was like, OK, processing, ouch. And then was like, well, you know what, though? Do you actually want to like have to go do shit with somebody else or would you rather just do your own thing? And the answer is that I'd rather almost always do my own thing. Um, in fact, tonight I'm going to www by myself, solo ticket holder. You know what I'm saying? Just the way I like it. Could have asked someone to go with me? Would rather not. Because then I got to take, then I got to entertain them. And I like to entertain, but at, like I said, on my terms. So I'm going to be up there on the balcony at the Bell Center. And uh, that's significant for me because my fascia, when we were when we were little children, uh, me and my my dad would always watch the national CBC's the national with Peter Mansbridge, which was on at nine o'clock, I believe. 
um, every night. And he would be in the team. Of course, we were made to go to bed a little earlier than that. Or maybe the National was on at 10. Uh, I don't know. We were definitely had to go to bed before the National, though. And a common, a common little gimmick that we would do um, that we would run on my father was that uh, we would creep downstairs and like poke our head around the, the little staircase wall into the TV room and be like, Dad? And he'd be like, yep, what are you doing out of bed? You know, because that was his time. But when you're a kid, all time is my time. <laughs> All of your time, the whole universe is all about you when you're a kid. So creep down and be like, Dad, can I ask you something? And like, of course, we were all of three of us, we would do this, not together. Because um, if we would roll down together, like that's trouble. Like what are all, because from dad's perspective, what are they all doing out of bed? If they're all out of bed, I got to get up and put them all and set them, set them down. But, um, and often we would bump into each other, like, upstairs like pre-creep you know like i want to go down and ask a question no i want to go down and ask a question came okay, me first you you got to go first last time you know because you you couldn't go all together because then then that would be an issue worth him getting up the key was you didn't want him to have to get up so you just poke your head or dad i have a question so he would anyway he would walk and you just ask some um you know and classic little kid shit you know what i'm saying like don't have a question prepared zero prep <laughs> so cute no wonder he could never say no dad like imagine if those were cataloged like all of the dad i have a questions from when he was watching the news um and if the news was good if the news was good, which often it was because my dad, a uh, politician turned lawyer, turned judge. So he was like very up, like, you know, on social events and the happenings of the world. And if if the news was good, he of course, like he wouldn't want to. And depending on the question, too, because um, the ideal as as the child from the children perspective, the goal was for him to say, come over here and sit down. And so you would try to ask a question interesting enough that he wouldn't be able to answer. And he would just say, just come over here, sit down for a minute. And you would get to watch the rest of the news with dad. That was the goals. The goals was to be able to stay up a little bit later, hang out with dad, either sit on his lap or beside him on the couch or whatever. And watch out the rest of the news. But you had to bring... A good question, but of course, you don't prep a question. So, bang, dad, I have a question. What? What are you doing out of bed? Um, how do they make cheese? You know what I'm saying? And it would depend on his mood, it would depend on what was on the news. And like, often you would just, often you would get like 50% of the time, you would get a, you get a, get to bed, past your bedtime, get up going. And he would like fake get up and you would just book it. You would just take off, right? He would, with the fake get up, that would scare you. You'd scamper right back up the stairs. Um, but if you had, if you brought some thunder, if you brought some, some right questionary, you would get, you might get an answer. Um, or you, or if you brought a good question, uh, you would get the, come on over here, sit down for a minute. Come on over here, sit down for a minute. 
and then he'd wait for a commercial and then he would he would try to tell you super cute what does this have to do with wwe well wrestling was on after the news <laughs> and so if you were extra lucky and dad was in an extra good mood and he was extra thrilled about your line of questioning you would get you would then get to start watching a little wwe with the old man before he went to bed so i'm thinking about my dad today and i miss my folks and they're both alive and well and together and they're awesome and i look forward to seeing them again and wish i was going to wwe with my dad tonight and that reminds me of the time that we snuck into the world gymnastics <coughs> championships here in montreal because <coughs> i thought it would be no problem getting tickets <coughs> excuse me yeah my dad was here visiting one time and then for a couple nights and then I was like, what are we going to do tonight? And then I grew up a gymnast. Uh, I did competitive gymnastics from when I was like six to 13. And as a kid, like whenever you're heavy into an athletic, like it's pretty much just as much your parents have sport as well. Cause they got to take you there and watch you there and fucking buy you all the shit for it. Um, so you're kind of both doing it. Um, and my parents were ex like, unbelievably unselfish like the amount of activities we had as kids like i didn't really have time to hang out with friends because we were always fucking at something sports i played all of the sports except for hockey i'm serious and uh yeah he was visiting here one time this was i don't know five years ago or ish four and uh and i just went to like bands in town or Ticketmaster and like what's happening to them is like world gymnastics championships. I was like, what the frick? Are you kidding me? And uh, I noticed that it was at Stad Olympic. Like, dude, that'll never happen again, dude. The world gymnastics championships will never again in my lifetime come back to Montreal and, and be in Olymp Soviet Russia Olympic Stadium what the hell and i just thought well i've been in there before for exhibition games i was like well there's no way they're selling that out <laughs> so we just went the night up and they were like no it's sold out i was like what and it wasn't it's just that they only listed x amount of tickets but we were there at the gate and they're like no sorry and i was like what the frick and so we started wandering around um the building the massive building and just walked in to a trucking bay and just snuck in, like ducked under one of those grady, like grady, like rolly doors. And just like, I just kept walking on a mission. Do you know what I'm saying? And at a couple times, there was like, I just, I just told my dad, like, play the Anglo tourist card, if anything. And so we just walked fast, like through the bellows of Olympic Stadium. And just we cruised all the way to some wonderfully perfect seats for the gymnastics championship. Turns out it's actually a really hard sport to watch live because there's like there's there's an athlete. They don't like on TV. They show you one thing at a time. But a gymnastics like World Cup in real life like there's someone on an event all the time and it's all right there in front of you it's a it's a really circusy type thing to watch in real life because there's someone on each apparatus at all times pretty much and you're like where the hell do i look dude so yeah 
we broke into Olympic Stadium for the World Gymnastics Championships in like 2016, I think, or 2017. It was amazing. Um, and that's that. That's the podcast. Um, episode 71. So uh, stay up on the socials at Sullivan Ryan for shenanigans. And thanks for listening. Peace.